you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Roger and thanks again for tuning in. You know, this COVID crisis has really challenged all of us as restaurant owners and operators, but it's also challenged technology companies to come up with new ways of serving the guest in a safer, more efficient, more productive, and more profitable way. So I'm really excited to talk today with Mr. Robert Bregman. He's from a company called TableDuck, and TableDuck uses chatbot technology in a contactless ordering and payment system. Now, what's chatbot? You know, I didn't really know what a chatbot was until I spoke to Robert, but a chatbot essentially is a computer program that simulates human conversation over the internet. Now, we all communicate with friends and families, and many of us use Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp to communicate. Well, why wouldn't we use these things to order and pay for food and drink in restaurants? Well, now you can. So TableDuck allows pre-ordering. So a customer can use the chatbot technology to pre-order and pick their time slot or when they want to pick up the food. It's also usable in dine-in service. Now that restaurants are allowing, you know, limited dine-in service, they can use the chatbot. It can also be for room service in hotels as well as delivery. So it's a really awesome technology that pairs all these things together using Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp with or without POS integration. Now, TableDuck integrates with lots of POS systems, but if yours isn't included, it doesn't matter. It still works. So stay tuned to this episode. I'm excited to bring it to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. That last topic is exactly what we're talking about today. I'm with Mr. Robert Bregman, and he is the CEO, founder of a company called Table Duck. And it's really interesting, especially during this time of COVID-19 with contactless uh, you know, pickup and delivery that most restaurants are pivoting to. This is something you're going to want to pay attention to. Welcome to the show, Robert. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, and I'm doing fine. Thank you. Well, you offer a service that is linked with a chatbot, which is really interesting because uh, restaurants are now transforming messaging apps like Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp into an ordering channel for their operation. So we're going to talk about all of that. But this is artificially intelligent based, is it not? So it's fascinating yeah. to me. Uh, can Let's start by describing or defining what exactly is artificial intelligence and how does it work for TableDuck? Well, artificial intelligence is actually a smart computer or a smart uh, a brain in that sense. And we use artificial intelligence to uh, recognize language. So, uh, for example, if you would like to order two beers or if you would like to order a burger, uh, you can describe that in different ways. You can say, hey, I want two burgers. Or, hey, I would like to order two burgers. Or, hey, give me two burgers. Those sentences are actually all the same type of intent. Hey, you want to order and uh, the product is burger and the amount is two. And the AI that we use, the artificial intelligence, understands the intent of each sentence. So it understands that full sentence, it understands that you want to order, it understands that the product is burger and it understands that you want two of them. 
That is so incredible. I mean, that's interesting to me because technology moves forward all the time. And now we're talking about using this technology to help customers and restaurants order and pay through the chatbot. And a lot of people are used to chatting online with their friends. And this is taking a similar concept and applying it to now ordering and payment for the restaurant. So this works for pickup and delivery, whether you're in a hotel room or a house, or it even works for dine-in service in your restaurant. So, you know, let's talk about how it all works. Can you sort of take us through the process? Let's just say I'm a restaurant owner. I'm interested in this technology. I want to start online ordering and maybe even a delivery service at my restaurant. I'm intrigued. What's the next step? And then how does all this, how does all this work? Yeah. Well, the flow is, is relatively simple because uh, there are multiple ways that you can people uh, that you can let people know that 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 chatbot is there, right? So if you have like a Facebook Messenger channel, uh, if the first step is to make sure that people are aware of that of that ordering channel. Um, Dine in that can be easily done via let's say a QR code on the table. Uh, people scan that QR code and they go to that uh, particular chatbot. Uh, we have a sort of a landing page in between where we offer the different ordering channels. It could be uh, uh, Facebook Messenger, it could be WhatsApp, uh, but we're also working on iMessages, so Apple Business Chat. Um, but that's, let's say, a, a collective page where we offer the particular channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you um, select the channel, you just open up the conversation and you start chatting. Um, one of the use cases is like the, uh, what I mentioned, dining, and that's happening via uh, QR codes. But um, you can easily put up a, um, a post on social media, and you can make it searchable in Google Search. Eh? So if you search for a particular restaurant, it pops up with, uh, with Google Messages. Um, so there are different ways that you can actually steer people into that, into that ordering channel. Um, and the beauty of it is that once they are in a particular channel, they don't have to go through that phase again anymore. Once they have scanned a QR code or once they went to your particular uh, restaurant website and they've selected the channel, they can easily engage and re-engage for second, third, or fourth order using the same channel. Huh? If, you, if you, let's say, uh, start with a friend, you just type his name and you re-engage with that conversation. And that's the beauty why we are... Uh, deliberately focusing on these on these on these messaging apps and not solving this issue with, with for example a, a ordering website or an ordering app uh, because now we have one conversation going on um, and if you as a customer can re-engage with the restaurant it can be done the other way around as well so the restaurant can re-engage with the customer so for example if you have had a very nice dinner uh, and you're out of the restaurant um, that same particular restaurant can re-engage saying hey roger uh, i hope you've enjoyed it and next time i'm going to give you a coupon for 10 percent discount or anything else um, so it's literally a conversation that develops over time and actually a relationship that develops over time in that uh, in that way and we've built it in such a way that it works for dining uh, uh, with table numbers, uh, for pickup with time slots, or for example with delivery if you uh, if you use a uh, address. So it's really about building relationships with the customer, and then it gets to know the customer. It, re- it has a recall of what they may have ordered in the past. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. 
it's it's literally having a conversation and continuing a conversation with one uh, with a restaurant brand from a consumer perspective and from a restaurant perspective you literally build up one-to-one relationships with people that like to order with you so you can send the the customer regular messages as well like if you know what their favorite is maybe they've ordered this multiple times before you can send them a message and say you know, hey, Roger, it's Friday night, and would you be interested in ordering your favorite burger? So that literally works. You can exactly. continue that conversation. And they're used, once they get used to ordering, it's a pretty seamless process, and they can, uh, they can go to a restaurant's website, see the menu, there's an order button there, and then that can communicate with the chatbot as well. Yeah, correct. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, that's excellent. All right, very cool. So I think, it's possible, but please tell me if I'm wrong. Can you, can can this technology uh, have photographs or images of the menu items themselves with descriptions that really you're on the chatbot, you're using it because people are on their phones all the time, right? It's like this is the beauty of that technology. But can you literally link this to you know my favorite burger? Can I see a picture of that burger when I send that promotional message out and say, "Hey, Roger, there's your favorite burger. It's waiting for you." Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends on uh, what channel uh, you're using. But for example, Facebook Messenger um, yeah. supports images. So we can build what we call a very rich experience where you can browse through the menu, see the pictures, uh, see potential uh, descriptions like allergies or, or, or these kind of things. Um, WhatsApp, if I compare, for example, channels, uh, um, is a little bit less rich. So then that doesn't support images. So it really depends on type of, let's say, channel that the the customer is selecting. Uh, But in essence, yeah, uh, we build in the full menu. Uh, You can browse through the menu. You can see what's on the menu. You can place your order. You can pay via credit card or any other, let's say, online payment method. And the order is sent straight to the uh, to the kitchen of the restaurants. Okay, that's that's great. Now, online ordering has become huge, and third party delivery services have also become huge. But there's a couple of challenges with that. One, it's very expensive, and two, they keep the data right. And this way, with uh, with Table Duck, you literally own the data, which is something every restaurant would want. I mean, you want to own your data, you want to control your data, but you don't want to pay a high fee to a third party when this is available and you can build your own. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Um, what we do is we work uh, what we call a first-party ordering channel. So uh, uh, some restaurants already do have their own online ordering website, or even an online ordering app. Um, And this is, uh, let's say, on top of it, or let's say next to it. Um, So it's first party, uh, you control the full data set, it's it's building your own relationships. We are just the service provider that delivers the, let's say, intelligent software, the chatbot technology, Mm -hmm. Uh, but the rest is all restaurant owned. It it speaks the way the language, uh, it speaks the, the way the restaurant wants. Uh, for example, we can customize the name of the chatbot. Uh, we can customize its tone of voice. It's literally your own virtual agent or your own virtual ordering uh, ordering tool. I see. Now, when a customer places an order, Robert, can they uh, select the time that they want that 
food to be picked up or does it automatically transmit that to the kitchen as soon as a customer places an order and it somehow informs the customer, oh, it's going to be 20 minutes or a half an hour or what if, uh, you know, the kitchen's getting crushed right now. It's Saturday night, it's seven o'clock and there's like a hundred orders in front of this one that comes in. Is there a way to communicate any of this information to the customer so that they're not waiting an excessive amount of time? That was probably two questions, but I think you know what I'm going with it. Yeah, so to answer your first question, um, yes, you can select time slots. So um, in two hours in advance, um, and you can you can put your order in, um, make sure that, that the order is ready at 2 p.m. or whatever time, uh, time you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your second question, um, we are not there yet, but we're moving into that direction, exactly how you've described it. Um, but before we do that, um, it's really dependent on the way we do integration with the restaurant. So we integrate with the restaurant POS for sending that order in or any other, let's say, uh, integration software like um, Olo or uh, any kind of, of, of platform. Um, and once we get that signal back, we can literally send that to the customer. Yes. So if, if we get the signal back from the POS or from the ordering management tool that's used in the restaurant, hey, we're running out of time, it's going to be uh, uh, 10, 15, 20 minutes later, we can definitely push back that message directly into the channel uh, to, the, to the customer. So the, literally the customer gets a, a WhatsApp or a mes- messenger uh, message, hey, sorry, we're running late, it's going to be 30 minutes later. Great. Yeah, I mean, communicating with your customer is so important and not inconveniencing them and keeping them informed, even though this is an automatic system that's automated where the restaurant owner is really not controlling all this. It's all happening behind the scenes, which lets him take care of the other thousand details of running the restaurant. I like that part the best. Now, we talked about integration. Now, you're integrated with several leading POS systems. Are you adding more all the time? But I also understand you don't need a POS and you'll still get a dashboard and you'll still get notified whenever an order comes in. So let's talk about all of that. Yeah. Yeah, we do integrate with, with POS and that's that's our, let's say, preferred route to do it because uh, from a restaurant operational point of view, that's the easiest because literally uh, when somebody places an order and that could be dining, that could be delivery, could be pickup, that order will be sent straight to the kitchen and you only see the printer going or the kitchen screen that you, you have. You literally don't see anything else besides that happening. Um, I do have to say that um, uh, with so many restaurants out there, there are also so many POS systems out there. Yes, there um, are. And we do not integrate with them, with them all. Uh, some are more advanced and then we're happy to integrate. Some are less advanced or less capable and then we just simply can't. Um, so that's why we also offer a standalone solution. Um, that means that there's no integration uh, at all with the POS required. And it literally means that you have a, a little iPad or a tablet next to, uh, to your, 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 your POS system. Mm-hmm. With our online dashboard, you see the orders popping up. Uh, we send you an email notification of each every order. Uh, so then the whole system, let's say, from a consumer from the from the consumer point of view works exactly the same the only thing is that you see the orders coming up on a separate ad tablet instead of straight into your uh, your POS system okay let me ask a somewhat technical question about a customer that somehow wants to modify an order 
is there a way for the customer to type in any special instructions that either the restaurant can or cannot honor depending on whatever that request is? And how does the system know, yes, this will work or no, that won't work? Meaning, you know, let's just say uh, you wanted to order an omelet in a restaurant for breakfast or something and the customer wanted to add jalapenos to it, but the restaurant doesn't even have jalapenos. It's like, but do they type something in and then that part gets rejected? I mean, there's that communication piece again, I want to make sure is clear. So um, it, it's, it's handled in, in two different ways. So uh, the moment you put in an order or the moment you want to order, uh, uh, let's say, the omelet, it will automatically ask you um, how you would like it. So if that's set up in the system, uh, we call that a modifier product. It mm -hmm. will ask you um, uh, how do you want to have it baked or how do you want to have it cooked or how do you want to have it or do you want extra toppings on top of it? Um, so that, that is something that we set up in the system uh, prior uh, uh, to going live in that sense. Huh? So um, each and every time the chatbot will ask it. Huh? If you order an omelet, um, do you want topics on top of it? If you order a burger, how do you want to have it baked? Um, those are, let's say, standard questions. Um, and that's the first step to customize your order. Um, we are currently working on um, that you can actually type in uh, at the end of the checkout, where once you're able to, uh, uh, to pay, that you can type in some extra features. Uh, for example, for delivery, uh, just knock on the door uh, because the bell is not ringing. Uh, those kind of uh, kind of okay. things. So that's yep. add with, with it. Um, back to your situation, um, no, it will not reject uh, if you type in extra jalapenos on that last screen because the system exactly doesn't know. <laughs> but the moment we know it, the moment we know it's in the menu, we can ask for it. So that's that's the essence of of of, of the chatbot. Eh? Uh, we take initially we take the menu out of the POS. Or when you go for a standalone system, we upload your menu into our own standalone uh, application, but it should know what kind of modifiers are applicable to a, to a particular product to, to, to simply ask for it. Okay, and we've already discussed the fact that it works for in-house dining. When restaurants return back to normal and we're serving customers in restaurants here again, which hasn't happened yet, but it's in the works, then the system literally, uh, or the person, well, in in-house dining, you use a table number system, yep. but then for delivery, then the customer still has to type an accurate you know, house number and street address so that people can find them via GPS. Or if it's a hotel, it's obviously the hotel, the city, the room number, all that sort of thing. But it's a logical process of describing where it's going, right? Yeah, you can compare it uh, with, let's say, normal checkout. If you order something for the first time on uh, on Amazon, uh, you also need to, 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 let's say, fill in your details, your street name, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we do capture uh, uh, that information. So for second, third, fourth, fifth order, uh, we obviously know uh, your your street address. Um, so the chatbot will ask, "Hey, are you? Do you want to have your delivery done on that particular street, or do you want to have your your delivery done somewhere else?" Same is applicable with with uh, uh, with dining. Um, if you or let's say sitting on table number seven, and you place a second or third order, it will ask you, hey, are you still on table number seven, or did you move within the restaurant to a different table? So that's, that's let's say, the process that uh, that is uh, that's working on that one. 
Okay. Now, what about the onboarding process and the timeline? Say, I'm interested. This sounds really good to me, and I want to get up to speed. How soon can I be using this online ordering and payment system and, and, and set up the whole process so that it's working? And what special tools do I need? And also, what's the support that you offer if support is needed? It can be set up within a, a couple of days. So it's, it's relatively quick. Eh? It's all online. Um, there is also no, let's say, investment required or hardware required. Um, the thing that a restaurant owner should be aware of is, let's say, the in-store communication. So QR codes, if you want to put them on the table, um, or social media posts to promote chatbot or... Um, put a button on your uh, own restaurant-owned website that you can order online via, via that chatbot. So that part, let's say, of, of promotion and, and communication about the chatbot, that's where, where the, let's say, the responsibility of the restaurant owner is. We do support in that because we see multiple restaurants and we see uh, best practices passing by as well. So if we see a restaurant uh, doing something very smart, we obviously will explain uh, how that's done to other restaurants as well so they can benefit from it. Yeah. Um, the second thing that we need is your menu. As we mentioned, uh, that menu data, uh, we need that menu. We need to understand what you want to sell, what you don't want to sell. Etc. Um, once we have that, we can set it up literally in a couple of days. You get a link from us, you test it, um, you do a, a payment, you do an order, uh, you see the full process, and once you're happy, we just put it live. You put on the QR codes on the table, you put on the social media posts live, you talk about it, and people just start to order. Sounds to me like it's also a really good idea to put a message in every bag that goes out of the restaurant. You know, if you haven't ordered, you know, through the chat bot, here you go. Like if somebody walked in and ordered something for pickup, you could let them know that next time you can order online through the chat bot and tell them how it works. The QR code could be there for scanning, keep this for future use, that sort of thing, right? Exactly. And that's where the interesting part with third-party uh, uh, delivery providers like DoorDash and Uber Eats comes into play because then you can use these, 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 these companies as an acquisition tool. Uh, um, and then you can say, okay, I, I accept a high fees of 30-35% coming from DoorDash or GrabHub only for the first order uh, because you get a whole lot of reach you get a whole lot of new customers but once they are in once they are loyal once they are attached to the brand once they decide i want to eat at your restaurant yeah. then you can say hey this is a chatbot just use it um just order directly online via via, via the chatbot and that's also where the difference comes into play with let's say an ordering website or an ordering app uh, um, an ordering website online is not as easy as just chatting. Um, so it's it's more convenient to just chat and it's more intuitive to just chat and place your order. An ordering app is something that is really hard to, to drive adoption to because you're not going to download five, six, seven, eight, nine different apps of each and every restaurant brand. Um, and that's the beauty of, of the chatbot. We already uh, use existing channels like Messenger. You know, the only thing you need to do is start up a conversation. 
Excellent. Well, you also offer a free demo at your website. So I would encourage the audience to go to tableduck.com and get a free demo. How long does the demo take, Robert? So you can walk people through how, how the whole thing works. Uh, the demos, the demos just there. So if you go to our website, you see a little uh, little widget popping up. Uh, mm -hmm. You just start the conversation. You can place an order. Uh, you can put in as many fake orders as you like. You can nice. see the whole experience. Uh, you can even um, uh, start asking for a human handover. Um, then probably that will be me or my colleagues answering your questions. Eh? So that's something maybe worthwhile noticing the moment that the chatbot doesn't understand. Um, you can ask for a live agent. And then that live agent will be the restaurant owner answering a particular question. Thinking about, hey, can I bring my dog to the restaurant? We don't know the answer uh, to that question. Right, right, right. And the chatbot hands it over. But yeah, um, our demo is there to, uh, to play around with. Well, I think this is very interesting technology, and it's certainly relevant right now during COVID-19 when so many restaurants have either pivoted or they're thinking about doing it now because, you know, no one knows how long it's going to be before the sit-down model returns. And a lot of, uh, you know, states are limiting service if they do allow people to come into restaurants again. Suddenly you're at 50% capacity because of the spacing. You need this third, you know, this new profit center, you know, and, and you're offering an easy way to, to think about that and to get that set up. So I appreciate you joining us on the show today, Robert. Thank you for bringing Table Duck to us. Thank you for having me in the show. You're very welcome, Robert. Thanks again. And once again, that website is tableduck.com. Go check out it and get your own free demo. Thanks again, Robert. It's been a pleasure. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks, guys. I hope you found Robert Bregman of Table Duck really interesting technology for contactless order and payment in your restaurant. Wanted to let you know that I'm teaming up once again with my fellow industry professional, uh, Jamie Oikel of RunningRestaurants.com. About a month and a half ago, we did a virtual show that brought in 20 plus of the leading industry speakers, all talking about topics that would help you through the COVID crisis. Well, Jamie and I are doing it again solo next week, Tuesday, the 20th. 21st of July, and we're giving you a crash course in restaurant finances. We're going to give you systems and tools to put a complete inventory system in place in your restaurant to calculate your true food and beverage costs. We're going to talk about labor costs, menu design for maximum profit, daily break-even, as well as how to train your staff, not just to serve your customers, but to sell. No order takers allowed here. We're going to teach you how to train your staff how to sell, as well as powerful marketing ideas ideas that build affinity with your customers as well as new and repeat business. So once again, Tuesday, July 21st, the registration can be found at www.virtualrestaurantshow.com. We're also including some special bonuses. Jamie is throwing in a three-month membership to runningrestaurants.com as part of the registration, and I'm throwing in our turnkey Restaurant Finances 101 system that'll literally walk you through the entire 
process and everything that we're talking about in the webinar to make it super easy for you to execute in your restaurant. So once again, Tuesday the 21st, next week, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't make it, the recording is available in your registration so that you can watch it at your leisure and don't forget the special bonuses. Once again, that's virtualrestaurantshow.com. Thanks again for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. See you next time.